0: Hey guys, this week, my guests are the lovely Melissa and Robin from Family Video Network, both very popular YouTubers. So let's listen. Welcome to the Girl Boss Lounge Show, a podcast produced every week where we meet female industry influencers in the blogging and small business world that share real life experiences, encouraging everyone that you're not alone in the daily ups and downs of running a business. Connecting with creatives is what it's all about. I'm your host, Holly McKay, a graphic artist and blogger that shares tips on brand and blog strategies to help you build a strong business. Thanks for listening. Okay, hey, awesome girl bosses. Today, I'm excited to introduce a team of ladies that have built an incredible empire on YouTube where they can act like a kid by playing with toys, which... I think is totally fun. Um, But I've known these awesome women for a long time, and I'm thrilled that they've agreed to come on the show. I would love to have you guys welcome my friends from the Family Video Network, Melissa of Mommy and Gracie Show, and Robin of Miss Robin. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Yay. Thank you for having us. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited to get to hear a little bit more about um, the YouTube world out there. So I have to say, though, that Robin um, has had turned me on to YouTube, so it's fun. <laughs> it's
1: all my fault. It is all, your, all fault. your fault.
0: Every time I look up at my pops and my little blind bag openings, I'm like, thanks, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, <love> it. <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> I know. And you know what? There would probably be more if I had more space. I'm telling you, I am addicted. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. So, you know, let it me just Let me just explain to our audience for a moment. Um, Both Robin and Melissa have their own YouTube channels where they get to hunt down and open toys and, you know, show off the latest and greatest out there. Um, But together they took their knowledge and success of YouTube and they formed a network for other YouTubers, which is where this family video network comes in. And they have a couple of other team members with them. Um, But before we get into the whole family video network thing, you know, I'd love to hear how each of you came, you know, to create your YouTube channels, you know, what inspired you to do it? And how did you get these ideas? And knowing that, you know, opening toys on video was going to be like this huge phenomenon. (laughs) Yeah. I want to know. (laughs) As if we knew that. Um, Right.
2: (laughs) So I guess I'll start because I started before Robin and then I kind of roped her into this (laughs) um, situation. So, um, let's see in 2012, uh, my daughter and I watched YouTube together for, you know, a few years and we used to watch, um, her favorite channel was a channel called Wookie warrior 23. And they opened, um, they reviewed monster high dolls and we love monster high. And so we used to watch like different doll reviews. And we also used to watch like, uh, Michelle Fawn when she was still a teenager in her living room doing makeup tutorials. And now she's like a whole beauty mogul, media mogul. Um, and so I I have MS and I had to retire due to that in 2011. Uh, so in the summer of 2012, didn't know what to do with Gracie for the summer, and I said, "Well, what do you want to do this summer in camp, mommy?" And she said, "Well, why don't we make a YouTube channel and review our Monster High dolls like Wookie Warrior 23?" And she was eight at the time, oh, wow. and I was like, "Okay, I have a webcam, sure." Uh, and it it was really something just for us to do together. Um, we never, never, never in a million years thought that people would watch if we thought maybe our families would watch. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that our families don't watch us (laughs) at all, which is very amusing. Um, and, uh, it just, it just clicked and we were the first, um, parent child, combination in the toy unboxing world Mm -hmm. nobody had done that before there were there were kids like evan tube uh was doing it and there were adults who did it but there hadn't been like a parent a child mother and a daughter sitting there doing it um together and we're very unconventional Mm -hmm. you know gracie's very unique person and i'm 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 quirky so it kind of caught on and then um I guess a year into that, I sort of roped Miss Robin in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Robin. take it from there, Robin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, um, I had previously
1: like had just random videos of Penny up on my my channel. I didn't even realize I had a channel. Gracie told me I had a channel. <laughs> um, <and laughs> I just put videos up. I didn't know that was a thing. And um, I had been on Mommy and Gracie a bunch of times. We would go toy hunting because we used to scrapbook a lot and go toy hunting whenever we were out scrapbooking. And I would be in their videos all the time. And Melissa was always just telling me, why don't you make your videos? You know, you should, you know, because I collected a lot of toys. I had blind bags. I had pops. I had, you know, toys from my childhood that I still loved. And and I just also like just taking lots of pictures of my dog and all that. So that just all morphed together into Robin and Penny. So, yeah.
0: So, I mean, you guys probably are like, do you look at it now and you go, whoa, this is, I can't believe what this has become. I'm sure. <laughs> oh <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Just the whole thing. I mean, the
2: whole YouTube, like kids space with the toys mm-hmm. like that over the past two years has just exploded. It's insane. I think, you know, my life and my family's life has been changed dramatically. Um, because of it, I mean, my, my, um, I mean, it's funny recently, Gracie said, um, and she did mean this nicely, but sometimes it's hard to tell, uh, uh, because Gracie's an autistic person with Asperger's. So you're, Uh you're, you're you're not, you're not sure. Sometimes you have to go like, did you mean that in a good way? So, um, she said, it's, she goes, it's kind of funny how you took this little just random thing that we did and turned it into this big business. (laughs) And now like you have a network and all this, you know, and I, and, and I was like, well, yeah. And she says, she was, it's just because you, you, you'll just turn anything into a business. She,
0: goes, you're yeah. not, and then she said,
2: you're not happy unless you're working.
0: <laughs> well, you know, some of us are that way. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And, um, but it turns out she did mean it in a good way mm-hmm. and that she understands that it's not, it's not about the money. It's never been about the money. So is it's,
0: she. So as she Her gets goodness. old, yeah, so as she gets older, do you find she's still interested and likes it or does she or something this could be something that she could, you know, have a career with later?
2: Um she wants to have a career in some way in YouTube. She's not as interested right now in um you know, she doesn't do as many videos for mm-hmm. Mommy and Gracie show because I mean she's 13 now she was right. 8 when we started right so you know her interests are changing i think she will make an amazing vlogger um kind mm-hmm. of like a graveyard girl or yes. someone like that because she is a really unique person with a really unique perspective on mm-hmm. life but you know she's 13 she's in she's in that <laughs> coalescing phase
0: mm-hmm.
2: and um so you know she we w- the way we do things and the kinds of videos we make have changed um, but I still love dolls. So I still do doll reviews, but we do, we've done some different things. We started a series called what the thrift, which is really funny where we, because our thrift stores have horrible stuff in them, like bags of boogers <laughs> for 99 cents. I mean, <laughs> and other people's thrift stores, they're always like, Oh, look, I found this, you know, mint condition, American girl, you know, doll. And we're like, we found boogers. <laughs> so Gracie came up with the idea to make videos about the the horrible stuff we find in our thrift stores. And that's become a huge thing for us. What the thrift is like our biggest, most watched videos lately. So
0: that's so clever. um, I love it. Yeah.
2: And yeah. And then, (laughs) so she's driving the content in a different direction and that, and I'm just going with it because Mm -hmm. this is first and foremost about my relationship with her Yes, and everything else is secondary.
0: So Robin, um, being an adult that opens toys, how is that? And I and I don't mean that in like a weird way, but like because I do too. I love I love yeah. I love Barbie. I love collecting those types of things. I love you know the Funko Pops. I'm a, I go through the toy toy aisle at um, Target. Of course, I always say I'm going to go look for something for my nephew, but I'm really secretly not. <laughs> so like, how does that how does that work? I mean, you know how do how do you feel that? I'm trying to think of the right word for this. How did that? What kind of message that puts out there, like, as an adult who is on YouTube opening toys? Like, how does that affect you? Oh,
1: that's interesting. Well, I, I, I think there are a lot of, I don't know. I mean, it might be weird, but <laughs> there are a lot of adults who watch my videos, uh, like collectors and stuff. Yes. And I, I just think it's a huge market for collecting right now. Like, Do a you, lot of these toys are geared towards adults, I right. think. They're just hidden in the kitty toy section. So do you? you know?
0: So do you yeah. think? Do you think your market is more kids, or do you think you're a, oh, um, a lot of adults, or? I think I have a mix. Yeah. I, I'm not
1: sure. My, I mean, my audience is nowhere near Mommy Gracie, but I, I get a lot of comments from other collectors, a team. So right. Um, I don't know. I, like I haven't it. thought about that much. But I like it
0: though, <laughs> <laughs> and I like seeing Penny. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. But I don't have a. I also have a lot of nieces and a nephew mm-hmm. and you know it it helps me connect with them yes. because I always know what's cool yeah. and what's fun and there's always fun toys in my house to come play with when they come visit. Well, <laughs> so. and
0: I have to say I'm thankful for yeah. both of the channels because both of you guys I mean I it, I am, things are being brought to my attention about toys now that I have a <laughs> nephew who will be two in December and I'm, you know, in my forties, I don't know, you know, I'm like, what's the hottest toy, you know? And then, so, you know, for me seeing some of these helps me, I mean, these YouTube channels have helped us go, okay, well, this is what, why it's getting for Christmas this year, you know, because you mm-hmm. found the cool Elmo that works with the iPad and, you know, and you're like, okay, <laughs> cool, you know? So they're definitely, um. I think they definitely have an informational side to them that helps, you know, as opposed, as opposed to just always being entertaining for like a kid to see too.
2: Right. Um, And we do get comments from, you know, parents and, and even grandparents sometimes that, you know, especially when we show toys that fail, Mm -hmm. like one thing, you know, Gracie and I don't always like, we don't love everything that we uh, open. So when it's like, a fail. We'll just be like, don't, don't spend your money on this. This, this doesn't do, just
0: don't. And I I think people appreciate that, you know, to know that this is just not worth the money, you know, it's yeah. So, okay, Melissa, you have well over 700,000 subscribers at mommy and Gracie. Now when this airs, you probably will be much higher. (laughs) So (laughs) and I think that is in stain. So how long did it take you? You said you started your channel when? Uh, June 21st,
2: 2012.
0: So how did you, and, like, what did you get serious about building the subscriber part of it? Um,
2: I don't, you know, I really didn't pay attention for the first few months. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, uh, as Gracie said, then once I saw it starting to grow, um, and uh, we joined right before YouTube um, gave partnership to everyone, which means that you could get paid to run ads on your, your videos. Uh Um, so when YouTube approached us, I think you had to have like a thousand subscribers at that point when, before you become a partner. And so when we hit that point and they approached us at first, I was like, I don't want to put ads on my videos. You know, that's Mm -hmm. stupid. I don't want to, I don't want to annoy people like that. (laughs) But then I did some research (laughs) on it and I was like, oh, well, you know what, maybe it would help us, you know, pay for some dolls because I'm, disabled. So I'm not bringing in money, you know, and, uh, running out of dolls to review. So, um, I turned on, you know, I agreed to the partnership and, and then, you know, I started to see, um, that, Oh yeah, we can make money for dolls. And I'm a very numbers driven person. My background is in operations and finance. So metrics and numbers are, they just sing to me in beautiful ways. Um, and so YouTube is beautiful for that because there's all of these analytics tools built in there that you can just roll around in your numbers and like, um, and so it was probably about six months in that I got really like, you know, like, wow, this is, we're doing something kid. And, uh, Gracie got really excited about it. Um, and you know, and we really just started you know, really pushing. And, you know, 100, at a hundred thousand subscribers, you get a silver play button. Mm-hmm. And, um, we, that was like a goal for us, um, two years ago before we went to VidCon, which is a huge YouTube convention in California that we wanted to hit that goal before we went to VidCon and we did it. So oh, that exciting. was, um, that was really cool.
0: So no, Robin, you don't do your channel full time. And, and I only mean that in that you, you do it full time, but you yeah, don't, yeah, you, yeah. cause you produce videos almost daily, but you also work a full-time job away from YouTube. So, and the network that you have in addition yep, to this. Yep. So how, how do you manage it all?
1: <laughs> I never sleep. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much how it works. I try never to sleep and then I can get things done, yeah. um, which isn't ideal. But, um, I also just keep, I try to stay really organized mm-hmm. and I'm, Melissa can tell you, I am a fanatic about spreadsheets and mm-hmm. like keeping lists. And, um, eventually once in a while i cross things off my list so um that just it helps manage everything cuz i don't know if i could otherwise sometimes i don't know how i do it right <laughs> myself. But,
0: i think that's why yeah. i like you guys so much i'm i'm yeah. big into lists and spreadsheets too and analytics i love all that yeah. stuff it's fun yeah. <laughs> so um,
2: yeah you turned me on to 17 hats and oh, i like went yeah. the 17 hats rabbit hole for a while I was like, so cool, cool.
0: yes <laughs> i love 17 hats i love it it's such an easy way to manage your clients and everything if you've got a lot going on and you have projects it's really yeah. It's yeah. pretty fascinating. I, I'm, I'm always looking for like another new tool that just kind of helps me out, you know, scheduling social media is another thing. And I mean, there's just mm-hmm. tons of it out there and yeah.
2: I yeah. love Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, what's really cool is Trello T R E L L O yes. because I love that one for organizing myself because it looks like it, it uses cards. So it's almost like having index cards yes. with my to do's. Um, I love that.
0: And, you know, managing multiple channels, you know, I mean, Melissa, I know you have multiple channels and you kind of have to, or you'll just go crazy if you don't have everything in order. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) I totally agree. So, okay. Now when you both started your channels, um, I know Melissa, you said it was mostly to go in to do something with your daughter and connect with her, but did you guys think, Hey, I'm going to make some money off of this? I mean, Robin, I guess you probably came in a little more along Mm -hmm. the time when the whole money started, you know, being an issue with YouTube more or less. So I'm assuming Uh, you thought, Hey, maybe I could do this.
1: (laughs) I mean, I I don't think money was my motivation really either. I just kind of, I really was looking to learn video skills at that point because I work in a business where what I'm doing is kind of becoming obsolete. So Mm. I was really looking to learn new skills. And that's one of the reasons I made my first video on Robin and Penny, which was like a toy hunt video. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it was more, more, about learning for me. And then I don't know, I'm, I'm a nerd like that. Like I like to learn new things and then it becomes a thing. That's right. what happened when we all met through scrapbooking mm-hmm. over, like 10 years ago I just I, because I was trying to teach myself Photoshop <laughs> for my job. <laughs> so that was my yeah. motivation in that too. So
0: it's it funny. It started. It's funny. Way. it's funny. It's funny. I I recently have had on the show um, Janice from Scrapbook Graphics, and she's oh, one, of, oh, one of the one of the <laughs> one of the only last living you know stores online, and yeah. how she's managed to keep it going. Yeah. And we both of us were talking about when we first started. This was like probably twelve years ago when yeah. <laughs> we got yep. into this. Absolutely, it's yeah. cr- it's crazy to think that you know. I think now we look at like YouTube is another way to make memories. You know and how we're keeping, you know, all of that alive. I mean, gosh, think about how amazing it'll be, you know, in 10 years when you go back and you look at your, your old videos, yeah. it's kind of yeah. fun. Yeah.
2: I mean, I do it now. Like I go back and I look at that first year or even, you know, two years ago, I mean, you know, 13 is it Gracie's, she has changed so much mm-hmm. in the last like 12 months or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, her voice changed and her personality. I mean, so much has changed. And so it is a really cool historical record. And I have to admit that as YouTube became a bigger part of my life, my scrapbooking fell off yes. dramatically. Like, <laughs> we're going to try to scrapbook today, we're, Robin and I. We're attempting it. are yes. attempting. Are you? But, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, we, I hardly ever do it anymore. And I, I do miss it. But yeah. mm, it doesn't feel as necessary Because as you said, those memories are, are captured, you know, the trips we take, we document them on YouTube, the events we go to, they're on YouTube. So, and you know,
0: we, she and I had talked to Janice and I had talked about that, how people have evolved into newer ways to document their memories, whether it's on you know, Instagram or the apps that you can get for your phone now Mm -hmm. to scrapbook or video, you know, we've been talking about that. So yeah, you're, I mean, Mm -hmm. you're, you're kind of trading one for another. You're still creating memories. You're just doing it in a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I I do like that. I think um, I, I look at that too. And I think, well, you know, I don't really have much to scrapbook, so I probably wouldn't do it, but then I think, well, gosh, I have a two-year-old nephew now, it's, it's, so it's fun to, you know, take video of him, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So I keep telling my brother. I said, I think you should create a YouTube channel with with him because I think it would be fun for the two of you, and then you can see him kind of grow up along the way, and yeah, I, I definitely think that with our shorter attention spans, that that's kind of a fun way to go now. So,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. I mean, it's interesting you said about the the shorter attention spans. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I don't think you know, people, um, have as much time or, or want to put as much effort into, you know, sort of sitting down and looking through a photo album. I mean, people hand you their phone. It's like, Oh, you have a baby. And then then (laughs) people just hand, look, this is my baby. The thing that makes me crazy. And this is a whole other podcast someday is people who take pictures on their phone and then never do anything with those (laughs) pictures. <laughs> yes. 3,000 pictures of their child on their iPhone, and it, those pictures are nowhere in real life. Yes. And then no. they have to delete them because they run out of space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they never print them out. Like, that makes me crazy. That's I up. do still, I do still, still like, annually print out a photo book.
0: Did you see, I guess there's like chat books and, that's out now, I think you can use. Yeah. Things yeah, like yeah.
2: that. Yeah, they print out your social feed, that's which really is weird cool. for us. We, yeah. I'd end up with like pictures of toys in my yeah. chat book. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that would be that would be a little bit strange. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. It's true. I mean, gosh, I have tons of photos on my phone and they might get go up on Facebook, but they're not really anything that I've printed. And that would be wise to get a printer or something and start doing that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Epson makes a really good um, photo printer, if you don't want to do a huge amount of different sizes, it really just prints basically like four by six pictures Nice. and you can also do three by fives. It can do wallets, but, um, it's excellent. And they're like, they're, they're better than the pictures now that you get at Walgreens or, or, um, oh. Walmart that the, the quality is much better. <laughs> that'd so be a, that'd yeah,
0: be a, that'd be a good yeah. gift for my mom. I think because she's one of those who takes a lot of pictures and she should I, maybe I'll have to get her something like that for Christmas. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. So okay, um, let's talk for a minute about Family Video Network. So obviously, you guys have years of experience on YouTube, which you know you probably started getting inundated with questions from people that wanted to know how you how you've done it, how you've managed yeah. it, and so what made you decide to form this business? You know, kind of explain what Family Video Network is and how that works.
2: So Family Video Network um, came out of out of my head and my experience as um, what's considered a family YouTuber. So the, it's called the family and kids vertical, you know, so the genre, but it's called a vertical. And, um, there are networks, there's lots of networks out there. And what a network does is it brings together a bunch of channels underneath its umbrella. And it, it supposedly manages those channels, helps them grow, um, brings them opportunities, And the, the business way that it works is that when you become a partner with a network, instead of getting paid directly from Google, the network gets paid from Google, they keep a little bit of the money and they give you the rest Mm -hmm. of your money in return for taking that little piece of the pie from you. They're offering you services and assistance and okay. So that's theoretically how it works. Sure. The reality of how it works is that most people join networks um for instance maker is a maker studios is a huge network that that's owned by Disney. Um and they have something like 55,000 partners. Oh wow. Uh, what are the chances that those 55,000 people are getting a assi- you know one-on-one assistance? Sure. Right? So, um so, and then the other thing is, is that if there wasn't, there wasn't a network just for family content. They mm. were all mixed. Everything is mixed together. You got gamers, you got sure. makeup people, you got family people, you got car guys, you know? And so I, you know, I had this idea that families, the family thing is so different. Our audience is children. Um, children aren't even supposed to have YouTube accounts. You have to be 13 to have a YouTube account, but mm. honestly, there are six months, you know, people, six kids, six months old are watching YouTube. Yes. So the, the toddler, views are huge yes. toddlers because parents just give them the ipad and they're like here watch youtube oh um, yeah my brother
0: <laughs> my brother does yeah. that with his kid yeah
2: <laughs> it's yeah it's a it's a big thing so but it's it's very very different and yes. and because we're not you know sexy like we don't look good on the side of a bus or a billboard <laughs> youtube doesn't really <laughs> cater to us. Me the weirdest image <laughs> did you imagine <laughs> I, I would love to be on the like just Robin and I on the side of a bus in New York. It's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. With our Funko Pops. But um so I had this idea and I was really excited about it and I was talking to Krista who's our other co-founder. Mm-hmm. Um I was out to lunch with her and I was explaining the vision to her that that someone really needs to create this and I was so excited about it. But the problem is is I am limited. I do have MS. Mm-hmm. Um And, you know, for a few years, my MS was really intense. And at the time that I was, you know, thought up family video network, I was in bad shape. And I was like, you know, somebody needs to do that. And then, uh, as I was dropping her off, she, she looked at me and she said, you know, you have a really great idea. And if you want to do it, I want to do it with you. Oh. And I was like, Oh yeah, help would be good. And then we, as soon as we decided that we immediately, we like, we need Robin. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we reached out to Robin and and Robin what were your thoughts when when we were like hey I have an idea um but actually when when
1: you first the two of you started this I was just like I want to play too I really (laughs) did (laughs) yeah so if you hadn't asked me I probably would have asked you because I got like I think um like when we first went to toy fair I wasn't officially um part of the business but I was like wanting to be so Yeah. yeah 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 but so, so, yeah.
0: How, and then, so how many, how many people do you guys have in the network now? We have Our
2: outside channels. of my own channels. Like, if you, if you if you pull out like my channels and Robin's channel, mm-hmm. um, I think we now have thirty seven partners,
0: and that's probably pretty good. I because w- my gosh, when you told me how many Disney had, I'm thinking, oh, I would never get that attention that I needed, and so yeah, having no. a, um, probably a smaller network is um, appealing to somebody.
2: Yes. And our, our goal, you know, that we've talked about our target number that we think we can with, with adding staff and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If you have the right channels, a hundred channels, um, where you've got a hundred high quality channels, is can be a very successful enterprise. And the one thing that makes us very different from all the other um, networks is that we require our partners to sign a content standards agreement. Mm -hmm. So they have to agree to keep their content super family friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, And that means even in moderating their comments, you know, they have, they have to block all profanity, hate speech, you know, bullying speech, um, you know, they really, it needs to be, your channel needs to be a kid safe environment to be a part of family video network. And then you have to be producing quality content and, or, or interesting content, you know, like, right. and it's not about size. It right. really isn't right. And we love to we love signing, you know, big channels as partners, but what we also really get excited about is finding a small new channel that just has a spark and helping mm-hmm. them become a, a, you know, a successful, you know, we have, we've had people over the past year or so that, you know, have been able to quit their jobs and be home full-time with their children.
0: That's awesome. That really and that is. is.
2: That is such an amazing feeling to know that you had some small part in, in helping them do that.
0: Right. No, I totally agree. And I think that's such a a smart thing, especially with you know, online, a not anonymity. I can never say that word right. You know, people just say <laughs> yeah. whatever they want, and so it's nice to know that that you have those standards set for your uh, partners. So I. I dabble in video on my YouTube channel, you know, I use it mostly for sharing, you know, tutorials and things like that. So in a content driven blogging field where I'm at, um, you know, we're taught that you should utilize video or audio because, because it helps drive home messages better, puts a face to the brand, which I agree with completely. Um, so what can you say to someone who, wants to start a YouTube channel for their brand who might be feeling, you know, afraid of the camera, <laughs> you know, or maybe how their video is actually going to be received by viewers. <laughs> like, how do you go into it going? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm scared. <laughs> oh. Go ahead, Robin, because I well, know you were a little, Oh yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: and it, it, I was definitely shy about it early on, but that's how you have to kind of do it to get used to it. Mm-hmm. Like put yourself up there, put yourself out there. And you just start feeling more comfortable and, and you just need to be yourself. Yes. Like that is so important. I think it comes through, you know, we see this all the time cause we, we vet our channels and uh, we can tell like people who are themselves mm-hmm. and, and, you know, are just, I don't know. It, and they could be talking about anything. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to even just be, be, you know, they could be science YouTubers or, you know, toy YouTubers or makeup. You can just tell which people are being themselves. And mm-hmm. a lot of them are you know not everyone is super successful but the people i think who are tend to be themselves like when you meet them they're right. exactly the same and um and that's just something so important to to convey when you're you know just talk to the camera like you're talking to a friend right. and it just it becomes very natural i think right and it's different than like being on a stage or something like there's you know you're just there doesn't have to be anybody in the room you just mm-hmm. be talking to your computer or your phone or your camera. And it can, you know, you just have to be yourself, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely more comfortable with recording myself versus saying going on like Facebook Live or something like that. I don't know why, <laughs> but I am. I mean, I'm still on camera and somebody's still going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a different feeling, you know, um, to do something live versus uh, recorded. So talk since I think that kind of leads into the whole like online bully thing. And I know Melissa, you mentioned how important it is for your uh, network members to make sure that they monitor what's being put on there. So, you know, like I know when Periscope came out, a lot of my um, blogging colleagues were using that and they were getting a lot of spammers and mm-hmm. trolls and that kind of thing. But luckily they, they, there was a way to change that. So you weren't getting those anymore by turning off location on it. But on YouTube, you know, if you want your video to be seen, you can't really put it, make it private. Um, you can't really, you know, keep those people off of there. So you, know, you become subject, I'm sure, to different bullies and all that stuff. And I know, Robin, you and I have talked about um, how sometimes the thumbs down on YouTube is still helping you, you know. So how, <laughs> yeah. do, how do you guys as a, as a YouTube community handle bullies and that sort of thing?
2: Well, you can actually, uh, hide them. So it used to be that you blocked them, but they knew they were getting blocked. And so they would just create new accounts (laughs) and come back. So about a year, year and a half ago, YouTube changed that feature. So now you hide comments from that person so they can continue to comment, but no one is seeing their comments and you're not (laughs) seeing their comments. So, but they can spew hate all they want. My, my list of hidden people is just, it's huge. Like yeah. I, I wonder at some point if YouTube's just going to explode because <laughs> I, you, if you're, if you're rude to anyone, yes. I, I'll, I i do not care. I'll, I'll, I'll block. I'll hide you. Yeah. I, I know. Um, you know, I, I have, my filter isn't just that I have set up. Isn't just for profanity. It's mm. also for, you know, hate speech, mm-hmm. like, like words like rude, mm-hmm. fat, ugly,
0: mm-hmm.
2: ungrateful. Cause that's one of my pet peeves is people like to tell me how ungrateful my child is. Right. Um, because they don't get that she reviews toys essentially for a living, right. you know, so it's different. They don't get that. Um, you know, so, um, it's, you have to develop a bit of a thick skin, um, because people will say things, but you have the ability to just hide them and never have to see them again. hmm. So, and I just we just had an an interesting thing happen recently. You can tell, and I was joking because you can tell when a video has reached an audience that isn't your normal audience by the amount of hate comments. You get. Oh my! <laughs> so our, Hatchim- our Hatchimals video really exploded beyond our subscriber base, and wow. I could tell because my my filter was filling up with uh, nasty <laughs> comments, and I was like, "Oh, look, new viewers."
0: <laughs> so, are there ways to automate that?
2: Yes. Yeah, the, YouTube has a, a, so you put in like any word that you want to block, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, and so it will filter it and it sort of puts it in a holding bin and then mm-hmm. you go in and you either approve it, delete it, or say, hey, you know what? Let's hide all future comments from this idiot.
0: Yes. I just think mm-hmm. that these people have no life. You know, you're telling a child that they're ugly or that they're stupid. Yeah. It's like, what, <laughs> why? <laughs> what does that do for you? You know, you just want to ask. <laughs> right? Yeah, you just want to shake them. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I mean, you feeling good about yourself now? Right, exactly. <laughs> I, know, I just don't get it. Um, so how do you, well, okay, so Melissa, with having a child that's on YouTube, how does she handle that sort of thing? Or does she even see that stuff?
2: Uh, she doesn't look at the comments. We Good. We, settled that long time ago. Yeah. Um, very rare when she was little, I wouldn't let her uh-huh. or she would look at them with me. Um, and now she, every once in a while she'll go check, but for the most part, she doesn't really look at the comments. Yeah. She's not interested.
0: Yeah. That's smart. That's a good, that's very yeah, smart. smart. <laughs> I know but I have, I have, I don't have nearly the audience you guys have, but I, I have set mine where I have to approve everybody because I'm so afraid somebody's going to say something nasty and then I'm not going to have time to go Get rid of it before it happens, and so, yeah, that's my that's definitely my fear. Is it's this? I don't want people, I don't want people to put something in my head, and I know it doesn't matter because they're just you know, jerks online, you right. know, but that's, it's definitely something I'm sure you have to overcome. And I'm sure over year, over you know time, you guys have gotten to the point where you're like, yeah, okay, whatever, dude, you know, block, <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah. But it takes time to get to that part.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: It's not easy. The first, the first time you get a hate comment, we actually made a video about our first dislike. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There's a video out there of us like fake crying about why
0: did you dislike our video? That's so mean. <laughs> That is awesome. I love that. (laughs) That is so funny. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Okay, so both of you are using YouTube as a business. I mean, I know you do it for fun too, Um, and I think it's just amazing that you can create a career from YouTube. I mean, I watch, you know, I watch Graveyard Girl and various other people, and I think, wow, these people are just like this is just their business now. This is what they do for a living now. I think, which I think is pretty neat, but. I'm sure there are pressures of having to constantly produce content, you know, all the time. And that could be overwhelming. So do you ever feel like, okay, I'm burned out. I don't want to do anything this week or, and how do you combat that? So you stay, you know, on top of everything.
1: Oh, well, it happens mm. like it happens mm. every day. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was up at one the other day, finishing a video and it still wouldn't <laughs> export. Um, I I mean for for me at least like because of the kind of videos that I make, like that itself is really fun. Mm-hmm. So if I you know, if I'm feeling like really down about it, I find something like, Okay, I'm not going to do these videos because I have to. I'm going to do ones I want to do, and then I just open blind bags, and so that makes me feel really happy, and yeah. <laughs> things like that. Like, that's the way I try to, you know, keep it going. And then, you know, maybe I'll get to those other big things eventually, someday, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and I think yeah. you, you can you, – I know that you each have opportunities to, you know, substitute – the traditional toy opening with when you're, you know, on, at a convention or a store or something like that, which probably makes it a little bit easier.
2: Yeah. I mean, we post six days a week Uh and that's usually, um, usually it's, there's four videos, um, that are in the studio with Gracie, although she's had a cold all week, so that's not happening. (laughs) And, um, we film them usually all in one day. Okay. Yes. So we'll pick a day of the week that's filming day and we'll go down. We have like, we made a little tiny room in our, our basement. That's our little studio area. And we'll, you know, be like, okay, what are, you know, what are we going to film? And just, it, it does, um, burnout definitely happens. I mean, it's been mm-hmm. four plus years now. And, um, the good thing is, is that toys are always changing. Um, and there, but there are days and times where you just, you know, you're just feeling low energy, but you mm-hmm. have, you, you have no content, so you have to go film. Right. But the amazing thing is, is that usually when you turn on the camera and you get going and it's something that you're both interested in, or, you know, is going to be funny or that you've wanted to play with, mm-hmm. um, then the energy starts to flow and it gets really fun. Right. So, you know, it's, it's almost like exercise, like, you know, you've yes. got to drag yourself to the gym, but once you do it, you feel good.
0: Yeah it's a
2: little bit like that. And then there are days where you, you force yourselves down there and, and, and it doesn't, you're just like, this is so not happening today. And, um, it's hard. And then we also have, you know, we, we have agreements to, um, you know, promote certain toys and things get sent to us by toy companies and, you know, they're waiting for that review. So there's, there's some, Right. Especially this time of year, like my chest is just constantly tight right now because everybody wants us to, you know, wants to get their toy on our channel. Right. And, you know, some people just send you stuff you didn't ask for. So those get prioritized behind the people that said, Hey, will you please do this? And you said yes to it. But now you're like, Oh my God, I said yes to that. And it's been sitting here for two weeks and I haven't made a video yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so it can, it, it can, it can get stressful. Yeah, it can. But, but then you have to, you have to reframe that and, you know, I play with toys for a living. Yes.
0: Yep. I know. That's a first world problem. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was watching, um, Melissa, I was watching your channel the other night. Uh, This this is going to sound bad, but this is not bad, but I, um, I like to watch YouTube before I'm going to bed because a lot of times I find myself, my eyes getting droopy and I think, okay, this mm-hmm. is going to help me go to sleep. So I will watch yeah. YouTube channels, the YouTube shows. What, before I go to sleep a lot of times, but I was watching yours and I am in love with the, um, monster high dual, uh, anti, uh, head Anti-styling styling. Head. styling. Yeah. I think I need one of those, <laughs> <laughs> which brings me to the whole toy phenomenon. The the greatest and the latest and greatest toys out there, you know, with the holidays coming up, what, mm-hmm. what, what, what is, what is the hot toy on the market? Hatchimals. Hatchimals. And I have seen, and I have seen this work, but explain to everybody what they are.
2: So Hatchimals is, uh, an egg and it's actually, people think it's plastic. It's not really plastic. It's a calcium carbonate, um, uh, construction. So it feels like a real egg. And inside this egg, is a little, a little animal called a Hatchimal. It's a, it's an animatronic animal. And, um, so, but the cool thing about it is that once you get it out of the box, you have to start caring for your egg and giving it love. And it it lights up like different colors and tells you like what it needs. And as you nurture the egg, um, eventually it starts to hatch and so the little animal inside pecks its way out of the egg, very similar to the way a real animal hatches, like a bird hatches mm-hmm. from an egg. And it's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Um, I, I, And it's interesting because when I saw the prototype and heard the concept at Toy Fair, I was like, I don't know about this. But then when we actually got them, I was like, this is so cool. And it's so exciting. And you can't help it. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets excited when it starts to peck. Like, you're just like, oh, my God, it's coming, it's
0: coming. And it takes and a then little once, while, it takes a little while yeah. too, doesn't
2: it? Yeah. Yes, and they all have different personalities, so they all have different hatch times. Oh. So some some of them can take like half an hour to hatch oh and some gosh. of them hatch in 10 minutes. Wow. So um and then it, then once you've got it out of the egg, you have this adorable little fluffy thing. Um there's there's the pangulas and there's draggles and barakits. There's all these different like combinations and They start out as a baby and then they mature. So you have to continue the nurturing process to nurture them from baby to kid.
0: So it's it's like a little Tamagotchi, like those little. Yeah. But but
2: better. (laughs) It's extremely interactive. They're super cute. The, the voice sound that they gave them is so endearing. I, I absolutely love the sound of their voices and, they're just, they're selling out everywhere. They are going to be, they better be reloading the shelves because the, these are going to be gone for Christmas. This is going to be the, big the thing one. that you can't find.
0: Yeah. We saw them at target the other day and I said, Oh, I think that they just, the girls just reviewed this on their channel. And, and I said, we have to watch it. <laughs> it was really fascinating, <laughs> but I thought, I thought I was a little concerned. I was like, the price point, I go, this must be pretty amazing at the price point, which, which is really cool. And I thought, so, yes. well, my nephew would think that was pretty fascinating. But then I thought, gosh, if it took 30 minutes, he would give up. He would walk away. Yeah. Kitty's
2: mama just posted a video with um, their son, Micah, who's six months old, uh-huh. six, eight months old. Um, and, uh, you know, wait him waiting for the egg to hatch, and it takes a while, and it's kind of like he goes and takes his nap. <laughs> I
0: love
2: so, it. Yeah. So, I think a little bit older age group, yeah. it's really good for.
0: So, Robin, what are the hot collectible toys right now? Oh, oh, what's, what's the, the I hot mean, things? Oh, I just well, saw. You know, I just saw Monster High pops were coming out.
1: Yes, I was going to say Funko <laughs> is killing it with all the new licenses. Um, there's new Walking Dead pops out. I don't know if you saw those yet, Holly. Yes, because <laughs> my uh, ne-
0: my Negan just shipped yesterday. Yeah. Oh,
1: nice. <laughs> I just saw some of those um, at Hot Topic, and there's new Star Wars pops from Rogue One, which I am really excited about. And, uh, I mean, there's just so many brands, strawberry shortcake. Mm-hmm. Um, what are, some, Oh, I just saw like a, there's new superhero figures coming. Out. I mean, they're just killing it. And every day it seems like there's more and more, um, <laughs> brands coming out with, you know, they're, they're just, their licensing department is amazing, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, those are, they're, they're killing it. So yeah, you can't go wrong with Funko. No, <laughs> I think. No, there's, one, yeah. there's really one for everyone now, even like there's sports figures and yes. you know yeah it's awesome <laughs> or bad yeah <laughs>
0: yeah yeah or bad
1: <laughs> yeah when you, when you have as many as I do
0: <laughs> I know okay tell us how many do you think you have oh my gosh I I lost count <laughs> I really did like there's there's lots like a couple hundred yeah probably oh, <laughs> I love it yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love it and Melissa you collect Barbie and Monster High yes how many and, of those do you, think and you have? And Funko, pile. right?
2: And yeah, I have issues. But um, <laughs> the Barbies, the like the collector Barbies, I probably only have about twenty of those. Like the more expensive Barbies. Mm. Um, because they're expensive. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I originally, I had a Barbie collection that I had to sell off when Gracie was a baby because we had to pay medical bills. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of, I've been rebuilding the collection um, over the past couple of years. And Monster High dolls, we probably now have, I'm estimating, but about 300 plus.
0: Are there really that we, many?
2: Yes. They, <sighs> yes. They release, like, every time they do a movie, they release, like, 15 dolls. Wow it's, it's insane. Like we've even had to just sort of cut back because we mm. just have no more room. Right. So we have to be more particular about like, all right, well, we're only going to buy the one we used to buy just every monster high doll that came out. Right. And now we just can't because right. I have no more space for them. Like I'm literally hiring or trying to, I don't know how expensive this is. I like researched home organizers, like uh-huh. people who come into your house and organize your stuff because I just, I'm so overwhelmed by just,
0: stuff oh my I can only imagine I mean I thought I had a good deal but I'm I'm a little I'm good about like going okay you don't have space so don't get any more but I um I started to collect the the DC superhero girls because I mean uh, hello I grew up with Wonder Woman I had to have that one you know Mm, and I go this could become a problem Holly yeah they're so amazing. And Barbie, I mean, I just love and I love all of the collectible Barbies now. You know, you have like mm-hmm. um, the Doki Barbies and mm-hmm. the different ones. And it's like, oh, I just want all of them. <laughs> they are all yeah. so adorable. It's very, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, listen, I've had so much fun chatting with you guys. I could probably talk yeah. to you forever about <laughs> toys and videos and all of that good stuff. But um, tell everybody quickly where they can find you online. And we'll put all of this in the show notes as well.
2: Um, you can find me at uh, show.com. That takes you directly to our YouTube channel.
1: And Robin. And my channel is Robin and Penny, Penny, which you can usually search Robin and Penny and it'll come up it or it's my, up. yeah, <laughs> it's got a weird official name, but yeah. And,
0: <laughs> and for those that don't know, Penny is her adorable pug. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. My little puppy.
0: <laughs> She's adorable. And I've actually done some videos with Robin. We had fun when she was here in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, we decided to... Do quite a few. I don't know how many we did. Like three, we a couple of four, videos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We they were funny. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, the, we the, that nasty cotton candy. It was. All- <laughs> Horrific. Oh, I have I have nightmares about that. I do. I, I I talked a friend. I talked a friend into buying that while she was here because her daughter <laughs> is obsessed with bacon. So she got her all this bacon candy, and I said you have to get the cotton candy. I go just trust me, just get it. And so oh. she filmed them, her friends and her eating it, oh, and no. it was priceless. <laughs>
1: That one was it was bacon? I can't even remember. I just remember it was so horrible. <laughs>
0: it was I think I, I wanted to spit it out and I couldn't because it's cotton candy. It melts in your mouth. <laughs> oh gosh, guys. It, Ugh, it has been so fun. it has been so much fun and I can't thank you enough for being yeah. here. Oh, yeah, It's, been, it's
2: been awesome. Thank you so much, Holly. You
0: guys are so yes, I'm so happy. And guys, everybody I'm gonna put um, show notes. I'll have all the links to where you can find them online. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Girl Boss Lounge podcast. Links from this episode can be found at hollymackagg.com and clicking on podcast in the menu. Love what you've heard? Be sure to subscribe and reach out if you have suggestions or ideas. This is all for you. Until next time.